And hello, hello, and welcome to the Next.io crypto series uh, in cooperation with our great friends over at uh, Softwits. And what a great first uh, guest uh, we have here today, of course, with uh, the CEO and founder of Softwits, Ivan Montek. How are you doing, Ivan? Hi, Pierre. I'm doing well, almost well. You know, I broke my <laughs> foot. That's why it's Six Sigma. But uh, so far, so good. So it's a little bit of recovery and I will be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely. More, more time. Uh, I'm doing fantastic, Ivan. It's great to have you back here. And uh, maybe it's a blessing and a curse with the foot, because at least you have a good excuse to sit by the computer and work uh, even more than usual, I, I guess. You feel the difference uh, once you break something. Uh, how how easy it's uh, you know to to be just uh, without any any disease or something like that, and you can do yeah. everything. But with something like that, you should literally sit a lot and uh, yeah, work well. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good. <laughs> awesome, Ivan. Uh, so you know, just to set the tone uh, today, obviously in this series uh, of podcasts that we are producing, we are talking about uh, the kind of history of crypto, the uh, the place of crypto casinos in the industry, and the future of crypto casinos, and kind of what you need to think about if you uh, are considering to start the crypto casino uh, operations. But to set the tone here of how how experienced Ivan is in this field. Um, everyone knows the uh, uh, founder of, of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin. And uh, in a previous podcast, me and Ivan uh, did, Ivan talked about the story when Vitalik, as a young journalist, interviewed Iva, Ivan uh, Montek uh, about, uh, about crypto. So, so that's how long you have been in this uh, field, of course, uh, uh, Ivan. And, and I want to start by asking here, just as a starting point, like when did when did you first consider to start uh, kind of a crypto casino product? And, and like, wh when did crypto come to the gaming industry overall? You know, if you take us from the beginning. It's a quite uh, interesting uh, time. It was quite interesting time. Uh, you know, I was uh, digging into the crypto and blockchain uh, since 2010, 2011, something like that. So, uh, I mean, uh, I got this let's say information about wow something is going on on the in the in the internet it uh, called blockchain and called bitcoin from my very good friend and he's like really really big geek uh, what what concerns about mathematics and programming and he was telling me about uh, bitcoin and the idea of it like early 11 uh, maybe end of 2010 uh, at that time like uh, bitcoin literally cost nothing like several cents maybe and it was like just maybe like a you know like a joke uh to trade bitcoin and uh yeah I, I was starting to consider this tool from the economical point of view uh for the time and i didn't first started i didn't first like uh, you know uh thought about this for the future so like uh at least for five years so it, it was like interesting mathematical algorithm idea it was running but from the economical point of view at that time it was not really so interesting for me for example uh but uh in one year uh we saw like 2012 basically first ever service online service that was launched and using crypto and using basically bitcoin at that time only was the first casino game it was satoshi dice and uh 2012 2013 this project was generating more than 50% of all uh, blockchain volumes, all like transactions in the volume <laughs> in the blockchain 
uh, than any 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 anybody else. Like even more than people were sending bitcoins to themselves, like peer to peer. So only one service, and the service was basically a casino game. It oh, still okay. exists. It still exists uh, on the market, but it's it's not that popular, let's say, and that uh, like f- fancy, let's say, like this from the from the blockchain or the Bitcoin point of view anymore, like it was at that time. And yeah, I mean, and you know, we started uh, developing of the Sosvis as a gambling software solution company uh, in this in September 2012. So Sosvis exists since 2009, but uh, it was a software development company. <clears throat> and then we decided to go into the, our uh, products, own products, and we started to develop this platform. And I was thinking that we should do something unique, something completely uh, different from the market, what everybody are doing. And nobody at the market were like considering even uh, crypto to be implemented in the classical, let's say, online slots, table games, online casinos. So basically it was a casino Satoshi Dice, very popular and with very attractive house age of 1.8% and very attractive also random number generator uh, technology based on blockchain at that time. So basically I would say it was also like a first smart contract uh, service uh, based on Bitcoin blockchain like back in the days, more than 10 years ago. Uh, what is now Amazing. Like kind of kind of like trend and uh, a little bit of not anymore hype, but still like smart contracts are the base for blockchains. It was done by the casino operator back in the days. And the, the guy behind was Eric Urkis, uh, who I believe is very talented. I know him personally. Uh, it was a great time to meet him in London also at first London ICE uh, seminar. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was the, the, the push, the kick, why we decided to enter the Bitcoin or crypto market at the time as a business. And, and, and so in 2012, uh, you know, Bitcoin uh, kind of finished here around $10, um, obviously did not have the, uh, the hype and, and uh, excitement uh, from the masses as it has today. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when, you, when you walked around at the show floor of ICE trying to sell your services, what, what was the response at the beginning, like the first couple of years from operators so, and so on? Yeah, as development, we started the development in 2012, but uh, the, the solution came to the market like with the crypto. Uh, like early May 2013 and uh, we put it on our website like a landing page with like a solution online casino solution with Bitcoin crypto blah 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 and we got quite fast rankings uh, in Google on it on keywords like uh, crypto casino something like that and we've got immediately requests worldwide from different points of uh, our world like from Europe from Nordic countries, from Finland, from Colombia, from uh, Latin America, different countries, from uh, Asian countries. It was like really like people were waiting, like who will be the first <laughs> to offer this uh, service? And yeah, it was a catch. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it, and so at what point did you realize that this is going to be huge? Uh, did, did, you have a, uh, did you have an idea when you started to develop this, that this is definitely the future? Or was it more like you took a gamble and let's see how it pans out? Yeah, and was was more, there an inflection point somewhere? Yeah, it was more about like to decide how and what to do to be different from uh, all other providers. So because, I mean, uh, we were quite young. We didn't have any real experience in the gambling industry before. 
just the developers and development of software. And uh, we were thinking to do something, to implement something and to be the first on the market with some feature, you know, like this. And the, the Bitcoin is, uh, was the first feature for us, but it was like every, everything was like a virgin, you know, you couldn't uh, find any payment solution to accept crypto. You should develop it by your own. Uh, you couldn't uh, talk to anybody like to consult and, you know, to ask uh, questions. So you do, you do it by your own. You understand that uh, crypto was and still it is quite uh, liquid in terms of uh, stealing, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. So we, we, we had to uh, realize how to protect the player's money, our money, and how to do this uh, secure. So it was also another task. Yeah, it was quite interesting, actually. And uh, But we did a great job and we were really believer, believers that uh, the crypto gambling industry will be developed and will be staying uh, for a long time here as a, as a, as a crypto in general, like a blockchain technology and crypto in general. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't plan it to be that it will be so huge as it is right now. Uh, but I was really believing in the, in this industry, in, in the technology. Sure. <laughs> Interesting. And, and so if you go back to the uh, very first original crypto casinos, uh, how, did they, how did they look? How did they perform? You, know, you mentioned some of the challenges uh, here, uh, for example. Did they kind of look and feel like a normal online casino or uh, I mean, what were the yeah, first the, ones, if, the if, very, if very I, first ones? Yeah, if you're talking about uh, this first Satoshi Dice, for, for example, crypto casino, I could say, or crypto game, Dice game, right? It was just a one one page uh, with some simple descriptions and some leaderboard, and quite uh, quite that's it. Um, basically, our websites were more or less uh, they were looking more or less like uh, the websites today. Uh, obviously, there were not there were not so much features, no much so much like maybe possibilities of the bonus uh, bonuses uh, and retention, but uh, from the feel and look it was the same and this was the idea like to bring like casinos online casinos like at that time there was a lot of casinos uh, on the market there were a lot of casinos on the market but there were nobody who were accepting uh, crypto bitcoin or litecoin at that time so we were the first and uh, the first client actually uh, i was searching and the first client was the guy um from finland um and it's still actually live the the casino it's it called bitcoin penguin Bitcoin and, penguin. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, I mean, the guy behind, uh, he understood crypto very well. He was for sure from, from this industry as well. And he understood the, 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 the idea of casino games. And uh, yeah, I mean, he was actually, and he's quite successful. He's not huge, but he, you can imagine like he's 10 years already on the market and he's, he, he's still there and he's making uh, cash flow revenue and everything is fine. So yeah, this was the first casino and his face and look, it's not far away right now today, if you will uh, see it, uh, from what it was 10 years ago, actually. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta check it out, Bitcoin Penguin. Uh, yeah, the, simplicity, the simplicity works. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then, then we've got some several also other casinos, but obviously uh, you mentioned Vitaly. And why Vitaly took the interview with me? Because it was another project, Bitcoin TM. Uh, and the project was uh, concentrated on uh, Asian market and Chinese market at that time. 
And the guy behind, he was always telling me like, Ivan, world is just to keep the trousers, you know, and uh, to make money is only Asia. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> many interesting and, figures. And, and it, was, it was easy. It was possible with uh, crypto. And even if we are talking about uh, legal side of the question, at that time, crypto was basically not nothing like it was not described it was not defined it was yeah not, no definitions uh, at all no? published. Yeah. it was nothing basically it was a really virtual good or virtual asset that was no no yeah. yeah exactly in 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 the middle of of, of things at that time so so, yeah. so you know if we go again go, we we stay during that time as well uh, when it's like you know we tr everyone's trying to figure out the space and i remember you know i i, I joined kind of like that world um like maybe six months before the crash of Mt. Gox. Um, and um, I remember at that time, it was obviously had huge ramifications for the world of Bitcoin when Mt. Gox uh, crashed, which was this um, massive platform where like most of the trading of Bitcoin, like a, a majority of the trading uh, within the Bitcoin net network happened with, within Mt. Gox. And then it was uh, allegedly hacked uh, then at some point, but uh, some yeah. uh, allegations that it was an inside job and so on. Um, but I want to ask you, you know, how, so, so obviously we've seen the kind of crypto winters and crypto summers coming from time yeah. to time. Uh, how has the, um, how has the crypto casinos uh, performed during the kind of crypto winters and crypto summers? And when, when, when crypto crashes, uh, are they still able to perform well? You know, obviously we saw the peaks here in 2021 in the NFT and metaverse craze. And the, you know, after that, the volumes have, have kind of come down a bit. Um, I, I, what's the performance between crypto winter and summer? I mean, uh, if you're talking about the crypto uh, gambling industry, so the the, uh, yeah, the, crypto gambling. the, the, the funny stories like that. So uh, while, while uh, the Bitcoin is going uh, bullish uh, very fast, uh, people are playing less, actually. Uh, so in my opinion, they, they, they try to, you know, to save, uh, they try to see when will be the point when the, they will be stopped uh, and the, the, pro, the, the price will be on maximum or something like that. Uh, and when it's going down and when it's the crypto winter, actually, people are playing more because the, the valuation and fluctuation of the price is not so high and uh, you don't expect actually it will be higher uh, and you play. I mean, and it's it's really trend. And uh, even if you if you see this all these winters, like in the initially MTGOX and, uh, and after the new hype and then the, again, the, 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 the winter, etc. So you always... Uh, see the the the, the high the, like the growth of the of the of the player activity when it's uh, going down when it's going to the winter <laughs> so it's like a cross uh, crossing lines you know and uh, for, for the casino industry it's actually more or less uh, irrelevant if the bitcoin price is one million or one dollar actually because uh, people are playing anymore because they used to play with it with, with this tool i mean it's convenient to play with crypto it's fast and and it fast payouts and you know uh, it's it's a, it's a great tool for actually for casino and initially I was thinking that basically and there are there are some rumors about this as, around this as well uh, that uh, Satoshi was implementing the, his idea because uh, he wanted to make some ideal crypto I mean casino coin but for online <laughs> some, some legend like that as well yeah. Maybe Satoshi is uh, Pontus Lindvall, who knows? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> that would be a nice yeah, time. Allegations between like you know at that time like uh, Calvin Air was sponsoring uh, guys. Right, right, right. So, yeah, but you never know. I don't think so, to be honest. Uh, I think it's a coin accident. Uh, but he, he, I mean, he shoot a lot of rabbits with one with one with one shot. Not two rabbits, but maybe hundred. He's <laughs> 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 just Satoshi guy. <laughs> Well, absolutely legend. Uh, what about uh, scams, Ivan? So obviously, like scams is a kind of central, you know, <laughs> function of as well of, of crypto and and um, and blockchain tech in general. The fact that you know, once the money is withdrawn, you can't really return it, and and uh, that kind of leaves um, uh, a lot of organizations uh, vulnerable for for scams within this world. Uh, how have they developed throughout the years, uh, Ivan? Uh, were scams more common in the beginning of of kind of the, the life of Bitcoin, or we are seeing much more sophisticated? Scams? Scams now and re- relating to online online gambling casinos, for example, um, we've seen some recently. You know, Stake uh, was uh, the subject of a hack recently, and and, and so on. Is it uh, is it something difficult for newcomers to the industry to uh, avoid be- becoming scammed? Well, it's uh, it is about obviously the security and about the provider. And I can't say that uh, we are so great that we didn't have any any scam uh, attacks, etc. Or even even losses uh, during whole all this uh, journey until today, but uh, I would say that the the attacks that were let's say ten years ago or eight years ago and now they're they're different. Uh, the 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 sophistication of how the hackers are planning these attacks it's completely different. If to if yesterday let's say or ten years ago. There were some uh, private hackers, let's say, like this, and they were they were searching for I don't know for some uh, easy cake uh, attack and hack and uh, some bitcoins. Well, today they uh, these are the organizations, and you know, like if you're talking about the uh, hack of Stake.com, and previously uh, our also another uh, business Coinspaid uh, was also under attack and was also hacked as well. Uh, and it was done by Lazarus Group, and this is basically a special, yeah. special uh, force of uh, North Korean uh, government, basically, and security uh, uh, structures, you know. And now, so basically, if before you were competing in this field uh, against one, against one, one or two um, hackers, now you compete against like a state, basically. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the way how they do these attacks, it's quite uh, sophisticated. They plan it like uh, many, many uh, months before. Um, they try to do a lot of social engineering and quite, uh, quite uh, sophisticated social engineering stuff. And uh, yeah, it's not, a, it's not anymore actually about security um, in terms of uh, technological security, but of course it, t- it should be secured and uh, completely uh, closed. But it's more about uh, you know like this old style uh, measures like social engineering, like you know Kevin Mit- 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 uh, Kevin uh, Mit- Mitnick, uh, very famous hacker. He was uh, for some years in American nineties uh, in the jail about because of the um, hacking of banks, I believe at that time, and he was telling that. There is nothing uh, about uh, super sophisticated hacks in technology. It's about social security. It's about human uh, mistakes and human, you know, behavior. And unfortunately, now it became a new era, and it's quite quite hard to protect. But uh, you know, 
the industry is learning, we're learning, and uh, obviously, as more years of experience you have, as more um, knowledge uh, you collected, and you can be protected uh, more from this kind of attacks. But still, you never know. It's like it's never end the story. You will you will be always and the same competition with these guys as well. Always. Right. And uh, <coughs> so um, essentially, it's not it's not only about how robust your technology is. Like these days, the hackers will essentially contact uh, you know Ivan Montek under a specific name of a colleague yeah. or something like this and uh, basically and pretend that they are your colleague or someone else and uh, ask for whatever sensitive information or access that they that they need and we are human beings so you know generally we are like stressed and we have a million things to do so so we need to be really careful in essentially scrutinizing exactly. these requests as we get yeah, believe yeah, they, do it, they do it very very uh, clever and smart and actually talking about actually, again about stake hack it happened like three weeks after the hack of coinspade and uh, Coinspit was publishing, and it's still there, obviously, on their site, uh, how the hack was done, completely step by step. And uh, after we talked to guys from Stake, and they said, like, wow, if we would read this, we would avoid our hack, you know? <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Just, just, if, if you are in the business, just uh, read these cases, uh, yeah. learn these cases, and uh, make measures uh, on your site uh, to yeah. protect us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that's very interesting. Um, and Ivan, you know, moving over to the regulatory uh, landscape, you know, so again, crypto and regulation has always uh, been a little bit at heads with each other and uh, regulators trying to figure out uh, the, the crypto landscape uh, uh, and so on. Um, so until date, uh, no, um, no local, no locally regulated markets have adopted um, kind of the, uh, the use of crypto for, for its operators. Um, what do you think uh, this is going to lead to in the future, Ivan? Do you think we'll see like locally regulated markets um, allowing the, the use of crypto as uh, payment uh, systems? Well, uh, Pierre, I, I disagree a little bit with you because there are some uh, countries that uh, adopted uh, oh, right. crypto officially and actually will oh, there be we go. made. You know better than price, me. But one of the first one was UK. <laughs> and, All right. uh, uh, it was, I believe, uh, 2015 when the UK uh, GC implemented the regulation for for for, for Great Britain uh, in terms of online gambling, and uh, I believe late 2015 they also brought brought some rules uh, in terms of Bitcoin and crypto deposits. And we were discussing this in, again at uh, ICE. Uh, it was already not a seminar. It was like a conference about the crypto in gambling. And I was also speaking in panel. And uh, there were also some representatives of regulation regulators uh, from UKGC, from other countries. And the, the way how they did it at that time, and I didn't check, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's still the same. Or maybe they already maybe switched it off. I don't know. Uh, the, but the way they did it, it's so, I don't want to say bad words, but it's so uh, <laughs> not nice <laughs> uh, that nobody who, who would uh, have crypto would deposit by this means and by these right. okay. like, uh, rules uh, in, in casino. But there is also a good example uh, on the market. There is Estonia. Estonia brought uh, as a first or one of the first country uh, the crypto regulation in general, like a financial institution uh, regulation. And uh, they uh, they implemented it and they allowed it also for the gambling industry in the form for the local market as well. 
And the Estonian license actually allowed to completely uh, accept crypto, operating crypto. And actually, in my opinion, this is the best uh, uh, example how you could implement right now in our industry the crypto gambling, let's say like this, yeah. Uh, but it's still about crypto, more crypto deposits and crypto withdrawals. I would go, I would go a little bit further. I was speaking about this idea many times before. Um, I would, from the state point of view, uh, bring some uh, state coin, crypto coin, with some wallet and some solution that would be only used for gambling industry. And I would cut off completely all the fiat uh, money to use to be used for that. But I would uh, rather uh, make it easier for the people like who gamble. You have like an application. You can always buy this coin. This coin is like let's say it's flat, like like USDT for example, always like one to one to zero to to euro. And uh, you can use only this coin for the uh, for the for the gameplay. And this would be making like the life easier for the operators the life easier for the for the gamblers as well the transparent transparency and responsible gambling would be going would be go on the different uh, higher level the transparency for the taxation uh, office uh, or ministry would be all, also different they would see everything in the blockchain so from my perspective it's still the way you know to go we don't see uh, Actually, crypto in many countries, even in Europe, or developed countries yet, uh, even in the not in non-gambling industry, but in just just like normal like uh, e-shops, uh, e-commerce, whatever, and services. Uh, but there is a hope uh, that it will come soon because you know there is a Mika regulation in the European Union that is coming into power 2025, and uh, it's quite, in my opinion, also quite good regulation for the industry. And I hope it will be also boosting the crypto gambling uh, industry as well, regulated crypto gambling, obviously, and helping it uh, to develop and to, to grow, you know, and uh, yeah, to take the place, the right place on this planet, uh, on this market. Brilliant. So positive movement on, on this front. And, and the final question for you, Ivan, uh, today is uh, if you look forward now, let's say three years, uh, how do you think the space will evolve? You talked about the EU regulation here, of course, coming into effect. But uh, in general, is there any other particular trends do you see in the crypto gambling space that uh, we should pay attention to at the moment? So I see the trend also that uh, uh, we use, I mean, the industry is using uh, not only the crypto itself, but you know the, the blockchain technology like smart contracts and NFTs uh, to bring some new uh, technologies, new features in terms of retention. So basically, uh, using the NFT, you can uh, attract players more. You can, while playing, giving them some uh, incentives uh, that are like represented in uh, NFTs in smart contracts that they build that that can be used also. Either for the gambling, uh, for getting more dif different bonuses, different incentives, or even outside the platforms, uh, you know, to get some journeys, some uh, nice travels, uh, some nice awards, gifts, etc., and so on and so on. There is a company called uh, True uh, Future. Uh, the great guys, they develop a, an engine that could be implemented uh, in, uh, implemented in the, in the in any basically casino app operator also like we implemented it in our uh, game aggregator and uh, it could be like additional tool 
for operators, you know, to 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 boost and the the retention and uh, to use the different kind of basically retention tools for them for the players. And this kind of a new era, and I think this new technology, this new ideas, they will come and they will be also developed uh, and developing and developing. So, because, you know, the, the, the audience, the players are getting younger and, I mean, we got new players, let's say, that turn into 18, 21st years old and so on. And they used to, like, they used to uh, use this technology as well, like, much easier. They use it much easier. They accept it much easier than the players, like, 50 years old plus, let's say, like this. And I'm sure that this uh, trend will develop developing and uh, i'm sure that uh, it will be a new layer of technology uh, features that operators will use also in sports betting casino lottery whatever Ivan, it's always a pleasure to uh, to speak to you and to have you on the show here um, again thank you so much for donating your time here today and uh, i wish you all the best of luck and hopefully we can have you back here again soon thank you pierre very very nice to be on your stage let's say like this online stage but still yeah and i hope uh, yeah it, it it will help our our conversation will help uh, operators and uh, industry players uh, to get something yeah and to learn something absolutely thank you so much Ivan. <laughs>